Hey, Jesus Time family, welcome back. I'm your host, Gisela Lou, and we are talking about what Jesus tells us in our times with him. And I love when he uses all the things to talk to us, to communicate his heart and his faithfulness, his presence. And this really, really cool thing happened. Um, I think it was a few days ago. And I feel like he wrapped it up with a bow today as I was reading the word. So um, several days ago, my husband and I were in Seattle on this fabulous vacation where we flew into Denver and we rented a car, drove up to Yellowstone and then west to Seattle and south and ending up in LA, flying home out of there. So Seattle was so interesting (laughs) it was really pretty uh, city the flowers were gorgeous the it was kind of hilly and unusual Um, the people were more reserved and private but very nice and if you initiate a conversation with them they're very responsive and and kind and the food was amazing oh my goodness the food was amazing well Interestingly uh, enough, it's also, I guess, a very liberal city, Um, whatever that means, (laughs) honestly. But one of the places we visited, Pike's Place, where the original Starbucks, I think, was uh, built and had all these little shops, super cute. There was this um, protest. I mean, it must have been at least a mile long of people just cramming into the streets. I mean, it was a mile of tons of people, not like a single file or a few people a mile long. I mean, a ton of people. And we were just leaving the area, so um, we we didn't catch all of it, but what I noticed was how angry everyone in that protest was. Specifically, uh, the few people who were in the very front. I looked over and I thought, oh my goodness, what happened? What happened to you? Uh, their faces were distorted with anger. And I'm not, I'm not typically affected by protests. I've been a part of a couple, um, but I was so burdened and broken because of their anger and they were yelling and they were, it was a pro-abortion protest. Um, I guess they were protesting against pro-life and the possible overturning of Roe v. Wade and but a lot of their signs and their chants and their posture they had nothing to do with the issue. They were just angry at men and angry at, I don't even know, I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, they were just angry. And I, I just started crying. And I literally was like, wait, why am I crying? I, I, I said that out loud. I was like, I don't, my husband was with me. It's like, Frank, I don't understand. Why am I crying? This is really crazy. And I think, I can only think. I don't, I don't know. 
I think God's heart was broken. And I think he was cluing me in. Because these these people, primarily women who were chanting and angry and waving signs and and pumping their fists in the air. They're not the enemy. They're not the enemy. But they're hostages to this anger and to this, I don't know, way of thinking that is not what God intended. I don't know. Um, It just made me really, really sad. It made me really sad. And then my husband's like, well, honey, this, you know, this is a liberal city and this is, you know, a big issue. And it's just, it is what it is. You know, he's kind of trying to tell me, hey, it's no big deal. Let's just go to safety because it may have gotten violent. I don't know. Like I said, we left. So I was like, okay. And I was just crying. I was praying for them. I was like, Lord, what must have happened to some of these women for them to be this angry? And I can't imagine. I can't imagine. So, so I'm praying. Okay, and I go to go home and the next day I go to a coffee shop to have quiet time and, and I'm just praying and just I just want to be with the Lord and I hear out of the corner um, or in the corner for a corner from where I was sitting these two gentlemen were having a conversation I'm not being nosy <laughs> I just heard them say something about Jesus and of course I'm like oh no are they are they going to bash my savior cuz that's going to make me really sad or is it just a philosophy uh, philosophy conversation i don't know and, but i heard one of the gentlemen communicating to the other gentleman about jesus and it was the jesus that i know and it was It was the gospel. It was the gospel. And in this coffee shop, in this liberal city, the day after this really crazy protest, the gospel was being shared in a corner, in a quiet corner. And the man receiving or listening to the Jesus news was really open and he was receptive and he had questions and he would share some thoughts and and then the other... Um, I assume believer would share back his thoughts and, and say things like, well, yeah, I totally hear what you're saying. You know, um, my experience with Jesus is this, and it was the most honoring, loving, personal, genuine gospel conversation. And then I, I was so excited. (laughs) You know, I prayed for, for them. I prayed for the man to have his eyes opened Um, as he heard the gospel, I prayed for wisdom for the man sharing the gospel. And I was so excited. I was so giddy guys, because it doesn't matter if it is a liberal city. It doesn't matter if it is a conservative city, uh, sometimes bent more towards religion than relationship. It doesn't matter if if there is an oppressive regime that is not allowing the gospel to go forth um god's got this god has got this and i read the word today and again i felt like god tied this in a bow for me i was reading in psalm 24 and just verse 1 says this the earth is the lord's 
and everything in it. The world and all its people belong to him. That is so encouraging, so encouraging. And I felt like the Lord was saying to me, you don't have to worry about those crowds, those protests, the media, the way you think this world is going. Baby girl, I have got this. I have got this. And and he does. And he showed it to me. And the protests might be big and miles long. And the gospel conversations might be small and intimate and just one-on-one. But that's how God works. He is excited about the genuine conversion of each individual's heart so that each person knows him personally and intimately. And I think that is so beautiful. Habakkuk 2.14 in the NLT says this, For as the waters fill the sea, the earth will be filled with an awareness of the glory of the Lord. Guys, I've been coast to coast on this trip. (laughs) Uh, Atlantic Ocean, Pacific Ocean, both oceans are huge. The oceans fill up more of the earth than any land. And that's the analogy that God chose to use in this scripture. As the waters fill the sea, the earth will be filled with an awareness of the glory of the Lord. I was so encouraged, guys. I was so encouraged. I hope you're encouraged that our God is advancing his kingdom through his faithful people, wherever that might be. Love you guys. And I pray that you're blessed in your Jesus time.